welcome to 15 Minutes with Tim, a prayer call where we gather from 545 to 6 a.m. I am your host, Sister Valerie Lee, and I say good morning, and I hope that you are doing well. We thank God for yet another day, for this is the day that the Lord has made, and we should rejoice and be glad in it. And we are rejoicing because He allowed us to see it. And so we are just grateful for this opportunity to pray, to read His Word, to spend at least the beginning of our week with Him in early in the morning, and of course, to end the week as we do every single week. And so thank you so much for joining me, and let's get into the call for today. When you get an opportunity, I want you to read Psalm 51, verse 10, and I'm reading from the King James Version of this one verse, Psalm 51, verse 10, and it reads on this wise, Create in me a clean heart and renew Excuse me, creating me a clean heart, O oh God, and renew a right spirit within me. So far, the scripture. My question today for each of you, as well as a question to myself, is what's in your heart? Some of you know, and some of you don't know, but God, He knows. He said that He knows what's in the heart because whatever is in the heart directly relates to. The, the things that come out of our mouth. He says that out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth will speak. This particular psalm today is a confession of David's acknowledgement of his sin. In his heart, he had sinned with thoughts first, possibilities, ideas, and feelings, even before the very act of sinning with Bathsheba. David wanted God, after re- repenting, to clean his heart get him back in right relationship with him, get him in a place where he would obey God at all times, no matter what is presented before him. He also wanted to be able to teach others God's ways and sinners would be changed or transformed or believers to him. So my question today is, what have you done? Is it eating at you? Do you not feel worthy? Are you consistently consumed with with it? God wants you to know that He loves you, but he wants us to confess it today, not to other people, although we can because the word says to confess your sins to one another, but you are to confess it to him so that he can cleanse you. So today I stand in proxy. We stand in proxy for the thing or things that have hindered us who have or have caused us to feel that we can't move on, whatever it is. We are confessing it today and confessing the sin because he promised to cleanse us of all unrighteousness. And the good thing is we know that he will. Let's look to the Lord in prayer at this time. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Father, in the name of Jesus, we come to you this morning. We bless you. We love you, God. We do love you, God. We adore you. You are our Father. You are the one who looks, you see everything, you know everything, you're watching us even now, God, you know exactly where we are. And God, we just are so grateful for this opportunity to pray, God, early in the morning where we seek thee, God. And you said that when we do, that we would find you. So we thank you for yet another opportunity to come in your presence and to pray. We thank you for our rest last night and waking us up in the morning and getting us started. And for many have already begun their day, have already started to go out, to work, to do whatever it is that you have called them to do. And for that, we give you praise. We thank you for having a mind to pray, but also having a place to go to or things to do each and every day. We are so grateful and we give you all the glory. This morning, Lord, 
We come to you and we seek your mercy. We ask that you would forgive us right now of our sin, God. As David asked, David said to create in him a clean heart and renew a right spirit. And so we ask the same thing this morning for ourselves. We want our heart to be clean before you, God, and renew a right spirit. But it's because we have repented first. We repent this morning, God, of every sin, every transgression, every iniquity, everything that has hindered us, everything that keeps keeps us um, in a place where we think that you don't love us or we question it or we won't move or whatever it is that has caused us to not do because of the thing that we did. We ask this morning that you would forgive us in the name of the Lord Jesus. There's so many of your children that, that because of the things, they feel um, that their age has hindered them. They feel that they are stuck because they cannot move. Their, their capacity to do certain things because of the trauma of life has caused them not to do. They can't move. They, they cannot pick themselves up. Their relationships have caused them to, to be in a place where they are just stuck. But God, today, we confess the sin so that, God, you could wipe the slate clean and then you know that we are truly, truly sorry and that you would help us. Lord, restore unto us the joy of our salvation, God, and uphold us with your free spirit. Lord, we need you today. God, there's so many of your children who are walking. And yes, we all know that we have sinned and we have fallen short of your glory. But there are things that have happened in these last these last several months, last year, that have caused your children to question, to cause the children to doubt, cause your children to feel that they are not worthy. And because the enemy has tried to trick them, the enemy has tried to Say things to them. He got into whatever was in their eye gate, in their ear gate. It has caused them to feel a weight about themselves, that their self-esteem has gone low. They they question everything. There's nothing wrong with us questioning, but God is to the point where it's, it's an obsession. We can't function. We can't do what you have called us to do. And so, Lord, we open up our lips today in our mouth and we praise you God you are the God that when we open and we confess and we speak to you you will answer us God you don't want us to walk around like Adam and Eve and when you walked in the the cool of the the, the day they said God, we can hear his voice walking through. We, we got to get some leaves. We got to cover. God, they were covering up their sin. And so many of your children are doing that. And so you said that whoever conceals their sins does not prosper. But the one who confesses and renounces them finds mercy. So, yes, God, we ask this morning for forgiveness of the sin. We ask for you to extend mercy, oh God, to cover us with your blood. But we also renounce those things that cause us to be consumed, cause us to be messed up, cause us to be the ones that turn back. God, we don't want to be like that. We want to serve you with joy and gladness. And so this morning, we stand in proxy for those who are dealing with so much because of the choices that they made. And then because of that, they have continued. They have been sinful the way they think, even the doubt, even being having unforgiveness in their heart for people and for things and what has happened. God, we bring it before you today because we know that you love us. You have made a way for us. But God, because of our humanity, because of the frailty of who we are, that we're finite in our thinking. We only can get to a certain point in our thinking. God, that thing that bothers us, that thing that holds us hostage, the things that your children have done because they think, well, I'll just kind of keep going and I'm covering up the sin because you don't see it. God, you see everything. You see everything. God, we know that 
the account of David, you saw everything. And David thought he was able to do what he wanted to do. David thought he could get away. He, he, he was the king. He could do it. But God, you sent Nathan, the prophet, to speak to him. And so, God, you've sent people to, to say something. You've sent people who are praying and interceding on our behalf for today. Just like David said when he said, who did this sin? Who transgressed? They need to be killed. Nathan said, you are the man. It's you. It's you. So today, God, we bring ourselves before you, God. We're not sitting here pointing out anybody else's sin. We're not looking to the preacher, the teacher, the lady up the street. God, we bring ourselves before you, and we ask that you would help us, God, because we know that you are gracious and you're compassionate, and you wouldn't have turned your face from us if we just returned to you. So, Lord, today we return to you in those areas that we think are hidden. We renounce those sins, those hidden sins. You said that if we regard iniquity in our heart, that you won't even hear us. You won't even hear when we pray because we're holding on to it, and, and we see it. We see that when we hold on to things, when we're stuck in a place, God, you don't necessarily hold it against us, but we do because we're like, oh, my goodness, I did this, so I can't talk to him. I can't read my word. I can't go to church. I can't go to Bible study. God, you have made a way for us. You told us to come near to you, and you would come near to us. You said, wash your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts. you double-minded. And so many of us have been double-minded. Many of us have, have been on the right path and did the right thing, and then all of a sudden we got sidetracked, some distraction, some thing, some person, some ideology has distracted us. God. And so because of that, Lord, we became double-minded. And you said that a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. And then we see instability because then we can't function. Then we're dealing with anxiety. Then we're dealing with frustration. Then we're dealing with anger. We can't deal with our spouse. You can't deal with the children. You can't deal with the people on the job. You can't deal with the stranger. God, these are all reflections and consequences when we are up and down. And so today, God, we stand on you. We stand on your word, God. And you told us to be dressed properly. So God, today, we dress ourselves with the full armor of God. So we'll be able to the wiles of the enemy, all the darts that he sends. He sends so many because he is trying to take us out. We acknowledge that, God, that we can't do this on our own. We have to run into you. We have to sit in your face. We have to be in your presence. We have to purpose to praise, purpose to worship you, purpose to read your word. We do everything else that we want to do. We plan to watch a show. We plan to go on vacation. We plan to go out to eat. But God, when it comes to the things of you, we want to dismiss you. But a lot of times it's because we're trying to hide. We're trying to just keep it moving and think you can't see. You are El Rohad. You see everything. You see it. You see it. But you do not judge us according to our iniquities. For if you did, we would have been out of here a long time ago. And so God, we thank you for this prayer today that God, we need this heart to be clean. We ask that you are creating us a clean heart. Let it be clean before you, God, because we have repented, God. You said in the same way, you tell us that it's rejoicing in the presence of those angels. God, y'all have a party, God. You and the angels have a party when one sinner repents. So right now there's a party for those of us because we have said, yes, we renounce it and we're sorry and we repent and we ask that you extend your mercy. God, you are celebrating with the angels. The angels are celebrating. They are giving up a feast saying they did it. Hallelujah. So, Lord, God, because you are concerned about the one. You said that even when the hundred, the 99 went, the one, you go back and get the one, the one sheep. God, we're the one sheep. We represent the one sheep. So everyone under the sound of my voice is dealing with so many things that have happened because 
somebody did something wrong to them, somebody hurt them, somebody afflicted them, somebody affected them. They have done something. They have transgressed. They have sinned. And then because of that, the guilt of it sits on them day in and day out. God, you made a way for us that we don't have to do that. We can come to you, not just come, but come boldly to your throne of grace where we shall obtain mercy in the time of need. And so right now, God, we need, we have a need. We have a a godly need, God, to to be able to serve you, God, and serve you in a way that we are not hindered. We are not hampered. We don't have the heaviness, God. You told us to take our yoke upon you and learn of you because your yoke is easy and your burden is life. When we give these things to you, God, you will lift the burdens because we know that we are covered by your blood. God, you let us know that godly sorrow brings repentance and it leads to salvation and leaves no regret, but worldly sorrow brings death. And so many have dealt with that where they felt this sorrow from the world, from the sins, from the choices, from the consequences. But today, God, we have godly sorrow because when we offend, when we hurt, we offend you first. And so, God, when we come to you and we confess it and we have confessed it today, Corporately, we have, but those individuals under the sound of my voice, after we have prayed, as we are praying, you are, they are praying to you and confessing it, God, and knowing that you will answer, you will cover them, and you will put them on a plain path so that they can walk, God, and then we'll be able to tell others about you because we transgressed, because we didn't do what we were supposed to do. You are a forgiving God. You are a merciful God. You are a loving God. So, God, we thank you for this today. We thank you for this prayer today, God. We ask that you will cover every single man under the sound of my voice, every woman under the sound of our voice, and all children, in the name of Jesus. God, meet financial needs in the name of Jesus. Help those dealing with situations concerning their their bills and and, and all the things that they're dealing with, finances, their their mortgage, their their rent, their their, the the car note, whatever it is, the insurance, the tuition, the, the bill from the IRS. Help them, God, in the name of Jesus. Lord, help those who are dealing with sickness, God. You are a God who is a healer. You are not a healer from the past, but you are a healer right at this very moment. So God, those have ailments and infections and diseases. God, you are still the God that the same lady with the issue of blood, she said, if I could just touch him, we touch him today and we know that you can heal. God, direct those who are dealing with situations concerning their job and their careers and school. God, give them favor, give them insight, give them a knowledge when they go into the interview, give them the discernment so they know what's the job and what's not the job and what they're supposed to do. But in the midst of it, help them to bless you because they have a job. Bless the ones that they can still get money that comes in. Help us to be able to have the right perspective so that our heart is right before you. Bless those that are in relationships. Help them. The romantic relationships. Heal them. The friendships and the church relationships where they've been hurt. Those who have been broken by these things. Heal your people today, God, because you are the only one that can heal them completely. God, we thank you for the the earthly healings where we have medicines and we have workout and we have eat right, but you are the one who can only heal completely. And so we thank you. And God, many of your people have been dealing with uh, situations. We ask that you would help them to be able to experience you, even in the midst of whatever is happening to them right at this very moment, have an experience with you and know that you are right there. Let them feel your presence and then let them have the confidence and know that you are with them. No matter where they go, you haven't forsaken them, you haven't left them. Help all those who are grieving right now in the name of Jesus. Comfort them as we know that you are. You are close to those 
who have a broken spirit and those who have a contrite heart. So, God, we thank you for this prayer today, that you love us enough, that you gave us a way to get back in right relationship with you. That is good news. You're not like a man where we go and ask them, can you forgive me for what I did? And the person will say, yeah, but inside they resent and they haven't forgiven and they just had lip service. God, when we come to you and we're naked before you and we're honest before you and we cry out before you, you answer us when we pray. You answer us when we ask for forgiveness and you answer us and you show us that in the process of us walking with you, we renounce those things that are that are in the dark, that are hidden, God, you can help us live a light of light because, God, you are the light of the world and you live in us. We thank you for this prayer. We plead the blood over us today. Every place we go, whatever we do, whatever we think, whatever conversations we have, we praise you and glorify you that, God, you'll be right there with us, nudging us, and we'll know, no, don't say that, don't do that, but you'll be with us and you'll direct us and give us the wisdom to handle every situation. We thank you. We glorify you and we honor you. It is in Jesus' name that we pray. And for your sake, God, amen and amen again. Amen, amen. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. So all of you, under the sound of my voice, know that God loves you. He wants our hearts to be right before him. So as soon as you do something, repent quickly. Ask God to help you. Renounce those things that are hidden, those secret things, so that as you are walking, because he has given you purpose, you are still here. He still has a plan for you and I, and because he has a plan, that means you got to let go of those things, get those things that's on your back, those things that keep trying to hinder you, and know in your heart, God loves me, and he loves me enough that he's forgiven me, he's extending mercy, and he wants me to be better in him, so that is why I'm seeking him in what direction I should go. So do that, and all will be well, but all truly is well. You know that I love you, but God loves you more. Have a blessed day, an awesome week, and join me again for 15 minutes with him. Thank you for listening to 15 Minutes with Him. If you like what you just heard, be sure to give us a five-star rating review and subscribe to the show wherever you listen to podcasts and share it with everyone you know. Please email all suggestions, ideas, and compliments to request at ValerieLee.org. 15 Minutes with Him is brought to you by The Urban Bite, an executive produced by Charles E. Williams Jr. and co-produced by Sister Valerie E. Lee.